Jordi Mueller and welcome to Between the Head and the Heart, a podcast by Lexington Wealth Management. And this is the second episode that we're recording on our COVID-19 series, which includes a lot of interviews with people that we consider to be essential, influential in our networks, our industry. And it's a chat about how they're dealing personally with their business, um, how they're dealing with from the new realities of working from home or maybe half at home. And on today's episode, we talk with Jeff Solomon. Jeff Solomon is the managing partner and shareholder at KNNS, an accounting firm here in Boston. We decided to call Jeff to his office and just try to figure out how that an industry that is supposed to be in one of, or probably the business season uh, uh, in the year for them, which is the tax and audit and, and, and accounting firms, uh, how are they doing? Like how, how are the changes affecting the world, their day-to-day, the stress they're living in? And, and Jeff opened up and he was gracious enough to share what they are going through as a firm, what he's going through in his personal life as well. And uh, this is a must listen. If you're a business owner out there, this is a must listen interview. Um, we, we really appreciate Jeff sharing his points of view and his perspective. But um, yeah, I, I just cannot say enough how uh, lucky I feel to have had that conversation with Jeff. So without any further ado, here's our chat with Jeff Solomon. hold while I confirm your passcode. When you hear the tone, you will be the first person to join the meeting. The line will be silent until another person joins. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. How are we doing today? I, uh, it's another day. <laughs> uh, let's see what happens today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, dis- I'm assuming it's the same for you. Oh, man. I hear you. I hear you. It's crazy, huh? Where are you calling from? I'm assuming your house. Um, I am in my office. There's me and my my uh, executive assistant here, and then my 60 plus people are. The rest of them are working from home. Oh man, that must be a definitely a an eerie kind of view just to come into your office and knowing that there is literally just the two of you. (laughs) It is very. Yeah, it's it's. It, the, the, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. You walk into this office, which is usually humming, and there's no no one in their cubicles. The offices are dark, and it's all day. You walk out of your office at two o'clock, and it's empty, and it's 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 crazy. It's it's there's no way to describe it. Yeah, I uh, and to be honest, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> um, I know your office during this time. Yeah. Um, it's it's a buzzing place, right? It's it's tax season, it's crunch time, and I was so curious to see how life is for companies that are uh, it kind of like adapting while having to be efficient or super fast. It's it's an interesting situation yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, when did you guys start uh, yeah. working from home? Uh, about two weeks ago, probably, you know, right. A, a couple of days before he announced the, uh, the shutdown, mm-hmm. uh, at least, or maybe it was a week before that. I don't remember now. I don't, uh, what was the exact <laughs> date? 
I, I don't even know. It's it's been um, today's the twenty seventh, so I think yeah. we did it maybe the seventeenth or something like that, or, oh, wow. or the sixteenth, maybe the sixteenth. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, uh, and you're right. I mean, this is this is a busy time for us normally, and it's um, it's hitting everybody. I'm spending a lot of time counseling my clients. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a couple stories, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, I find it fascinating. I have already two conversations and, um, mm. it's just a new reality and people, I know you were about to tell me two stories about counseling and, and what it has come down to in the last two calls also is that people giving the counseling advice, just like us, we're also going through our own emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's exact. That's exactly right. I get off the phone, and you know, I wish I had someone I could. I wish I could go to my priest and, and and lay this on someone, but I can't because my clients are coming to me, and that's my role. And you know, I sent down an email to my team the other day, and I said, "Hey guys, this is this is the new reality." I, you know, I had two calls early this morning. One that basically said this is putting him out of business. He owns eight restaurant locations, downtown Boston. And even with the help from the government with the last month prior to all this happening, when people not being in downtown Boston, you know, and that's where he does his business. This is basically put him out of business. And then I had another call with, with a, with a healthcare software company and he just laid off all his people and uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you know, in, 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 in the last call I had was a company that had a term sheet to sell his business for $50 million a month ago. Oh and God. this is a company that was doing $70 million a year. Okay. Today, he's lucky if he's going to do $10,000 a week in revenue. They backed I mean, out, obviously. They're not going to buy his company now. And he's laid off all his staff. So this was a guy where a month ago... He was selling his company for $50 million. And today he just laid off all his staff and he may just shut the doors. And, and, and so I, I sent this email to my team about two weeks ago, about a week ago. And I said, Hey gang, I just got, you know, and every morning I send a, I send an email to my entire office. I say, good morning guys. You know, here's what's going on today. You know, hope you guys are, you know, we set up different pods where everyone is communicating with a team leader. We have pods of five people. And everyone's communicating every day with with their with their team leader. So we're you know we're trying to keep the closeness there, and obviously using Zoom and Skype and all that stuff. You know, so. Um, but I sent out this email about a week ago, and I said, guys, here's the reality. I just got the phone with two businesses, you know, closing, and it's it's really bad out there. And I just want you guys to know it. And a lot of you, you know, because we hire about ten people out of school every year, right? And these kids, even the kids that have been with me five, six, seven years, haven't seen this yet, right? So, yeah, I said this is this is bad out there, guys. I just want you to realize it, and this is going to be tough for a lot of our clients. This is our moment to shine. I want you to reach out to all your clients, see how they're doing, let them know you're there for them, and it's bad. And yeah. the feedback I got was from them. Obviously, they think about the, themselves first. What's going on? Are we going to lose our jobs? Is Jeff telling us like we're going to lose our jobs and all this and that? You know, and I'm like, so I, you know, some of some of the people were like, Jeff, you got to send another email out and tell everyone to be calm. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that because the reality is they need to understand 
this economy has been shut down and, it, and it, it's only been now a couple of weeks. And if it goes a couple more weeks, it's it's going to impact even the most healthy business. And, and, and we're seeing it personally here, too. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, yesterday where I normally deposit 15, 20, 30 checks, I got none, none. No, no businesses are open. Their payables aren't writing checks. So the reality is, if I get 30, 40% of my normal cash in the door in the next 60 days, I'll be lucky. And the reality is, on the outside, on the other side, is I continue to pay my people. So how long can that be sustained, right? Yeah. You can't continue to pay everybody and collect 30%. I mean, uh, of, of, of your cash receipts. Um, and then you add on to that the inefficiencies, the delay in the tax deadline. You know, I've already gotten like four or five emails this morning. And so it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Clients saying, hey, you know, I understand it's July 15th. You know, I'm not sending you my information. We'll do it later. I'm, I'm, I can't get to it. I'm too stressed or, or, or whatever. So work is going to get pushed out. We're fortunate that we probably won't lose the work because everyone has to do their taxes. But, you know, can, can you survive through June and July? Right. That's yeah. the reality. Yeah, that's so, that's in a. I mean, it's so hard, <laughs> and and I'm yeah. I'm listening I'm listening to you, and and I'm just thinking how many other business owners are literally going through the exact same thought, trying to do the right thing for as long as they can, and and they have like you're expressing your own personal uh, kind of like dilemma going on, right? That that is kind of yeah. like shut yeah. down for the rest of the world, but it's still happening within you. And at some point it would right. have to become your reality. Right. Um, uh, it, yeah. You, you know, Jordy. Yeah. I mean, in some respects, I wish I was almost like a retail store and I could just lay off all my staff and, and, and close the doors and, and cut the bleeding. But in the reality, I'm a professional service business. We do have work. I'm, I don't want to lay off my staff and we're not going to, but it's going to drive us into a very tough financial position 60 days from now if things don't improve sometime in the next 30 days, right? It's just the reality of it. And, you know, yeah. I think the government with their latest CARE Act, you know, it hasn't passed yet. You know, the president hasn't signed it, but there's a lot of good stuff in there to help businesses like ours. But, you know, is that going to be enough for a lot of businesses to, to, yeah. to survive? I, you know, I don't know. So you're right. So, you know, what, what I'm doing is I'm spending a lot of time counseling my clients. I'm spending probably 75% of my day managing, managing my managers, yeah. <laughs> managing my staff. Emails are literally hundreds and hundreds of emails a day. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I must be getting three to 500 emails a day right now. And it's anywhere from, hey, you know, someone's copying me on an email just to let me know what's going on to, hey, Jeff, I got a question on this or I need that. So literally, I'm probably spending six to seven hours a day on email and Skype and calls and crap like that. And then the reality is I got work on my desk because I'm the signing partner on, you know, hundreds of tax returns and audits. And I then I got to do my day job. It's Do you stressful. feel I was up? I was up at four thirty this morning. Let's just say that. 
I was up at 4.30 this morning. I could not sleep. So do you feel that overnight you just became a little more than just uh, the head of an accounting firm? That, that your responsibility went beyond uh, just signing tax returns to be part of uh, uh, almost like a leadership role in, in your own network and community as people look at you for guidance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It has, it has become that, yeah, you know, all my clients are reaching out to me. What do I do? You know, tell me about this plan or that plan, or, you know, should I, should I lay off my sales force or, or this or that? And yeah, it, it's, um, this, we, we, we have, and I, and I applaud you for doing this podcast because I think we're going to look back at this and there's going to be, a lot written about this time right now because we have never seen an engine that literally was going at 110 miles per hour. And I remember sitting in the office with a banker about three weeks ago in my conference room, right, right before you, you couldn't sit with anybody anymore. Right. Uh, and, 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 and I was like, God, it just feels really weird. It, 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 it something's going to happen to the stock market soon. Like everyone is cranking. All my clients are getting funded. All my life, all my life science companies are going public. There's so much money being generated. Everyone's selling their business. It's, 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 things are just too frothy. And then literally overnight, it just shut down. And it's different than the financial crisis where it was the banks and everyone, you know, it, it impacted everybody in the, in the, in, in the last financial crisis. But look at what, look what's happened to retail and businesses that sell to the consumer and layoffs left and right. I mean, this is, this is having a much deeper cut to the economy than I think the last one did big time. Yeah, we, we, um, uh, one of the reasons, honestly, why we wanted to uh, at least have these conversations and, and start, like you said, uh, documenting and, and kind of like getting to know what everybody's going through in their personal life was specifically uh, because we thought nobody was prepared uh, mentally mm -hmm. and suddenly just like mm -hmm. happened. And then mm -hmm. a lot of people are kind of forgetting that some industries are still working a hundred percent while having to deal with this at home. So, right. so it's, it's very unique and, and I mean, I was, I'm going to use the word sad, but it's, yeah, it's sad. It's kind of like nobody really knows what to expect or what to do, but some people have to kind of like step up and, and become right. that, uh, that kind of like steady hand as we call it in our industry uh, through this yeah. process no matter if you're an expert in psychology or not i, I guess we're in our in, in the service industry we are definitely experts at just being connecting to humans all the time and 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 this has become one of those times that that, that shines uh and, and i want to applaud you for the way you're doing it because uh, we just for if anybody ever listens to this conversation is like me and jeff haven't talked at all <laughs> this is all happening live and uh and i'm kind of like listening to you and I hear a lot of us doing the same, but, uh, not having the connections that, that are much needed right now to like help each other. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How are things at home? It's for you? tough. 
Things at home are fine. I mean, uh, I am trying to come into the office much more than than uh, obviously everyone else. Like I said, there's only a couple of us here in the office physically um, because I, I kind of feel like I need to be here centrally in case something like like this morning, you know, one of the printers jammed. Okay, let me go down to the printing office and go fix it, right? The copier room and go fix it so people can print something, you know, or whatever. So, um, uh, so things at home are here. My wife has lived, you know, listen, I'm, I've been the managing partner here for many years and my wife has lived ups and downs. Um, you know, financially, I, you know, I've, I've stopped my salary. I, I did that a while ago and I'm taking zero right now. And I think it's going to be a couple months, but I'm going to do that so that I can continue to pay my people. You know, I'm fortunate that I can do that financially for a while. Um, I'm probably going to ask my partners to take a pay cut soon. Not like me, but probably, you know, some, some extent. So my, my wife is very supportive. She's, she's helpful. Um, she understands the ups and downs. So she's, she's, she's great. But you know, this morning, my last night I was here at seven o'clock at night. She called me our boiler blue. Right. So I, I go home, there's water all over the basement and I was with the plumber this morning at seven thirty, and he goes, "Yep, that's gonna be five grand." I'm like, "Awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> Can I that's pay you great. in July? <laughs> A new boiler, way to go! <laughs> oh so, man, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned something earlier. You were, and I know you work a lot with um, uh, restaurants and, and food service providers as as your clients. Um, and I don't know if you directly work with them uh, a lot, but I know they are your clients. I know there's also a lot of. Um, startups and like uh, I would say venture capital mm -hmm. world as clients as well mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. at, what what do you see happening in those industries from what you're currently seeing yeah yeah um, my restaurants are calling me on, a, on <laughs> you know I have some restaurants that are calling me daily right now they're downtown Boston uh, names that are names that you would know Mm -hmm. in, in people visit in their, their mainstays of, of, of Boston restaurants. Um, they call me, they're looking to, forward towards this um, plan because they lay, I mean, obviously they've been, you know, the, the mayor closed down all their restaurants a couple weeks ago. They were hurting for a month before that probably, or three weeks before that. Um, they're looking forward to this financial care package that the government's going to come out and hopefully, you know, they're, they're hoping they can open up in a, in a month or so. And, you know, be able to do it, but they've laid off all their staff. They've cut their costs. You know, the restaurants are empty, so they're surviving. And most of them, most of them, I think are going to get through this because they've been able to cut their, their costs, right. Other than rent and some fixed overhead. Yeah. Um, but again, restaurants aren't, you know, most restaurants, you know, make 5% or less to the bottom line. You know, restaurants are not a highly profitable business to the bottom line. So, you know, you, you throw something like this in there for 60 or 90 days and, you know, some restaurants that were on the brink, I think are going to feel it hard. We do have a lot of food product companies. You know, we have a big soup company that private labels soups for all the big chains of, of grocery stores. They're seeing their sales now drop 50%. Um, we're seeing other food manufacturers. We do ice cream companies and a pickle company and a soda company. Um, their orders are now being cut a lot, believe it or not. And, and you would oh. think that the food would still be there, but you know, yeah. these are more specialty product types of company. You know, like who's going to spend $7 on a, on a really good jar of pickles when they can 
not maybe not buy pickles, right? So yeah. Um, so there's there, so everybody in that industry is feeling it. I think on the and we do a lot of life science in in tech companies, a lot that are venture backed. Um, I'm telling them. <laughs> I was on the call with a startup yesterday. And I said, great time to start a startup, guys. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, <laughs> this is our timing. You know, we, we, we just, if you, you know, it's our luck. And, and I yeah. said, well, just buckle down. You know, you, you, there seems to be a need for this. I think you're going to get through this, but you're not venture funded right now. There's only the two of you. Um, I would not make any hires right now. I think you're going to have to, like, ride this out for the next 60 days and tighten your belts and, you know, try to come out with a, with a product that you can then put on, you know, the app store, Apple yeah. app store. And, and, uh, you know, and, and that's what they're going to do. And they appreciated mm-hmm. that. I do, we do have a lot of venture back companies. Um, they're seeing their sales start to dry up, right. You know, there's, uh, think about their sales force, you know, where they're normally going out trying to sell. No one, no one's talking about buying software right now or product that, you know, they're, 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 they're just trying to stay afloat. So um, hmm. I think wow. the message from the VCs and the board is tighten up, trim where you can already. And I think there's going to be more layoffs in the tech space shortly. Um, trim, 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 and try to ride ride this out, try to ride the storm out. And I think that's going to be the mantra. Um I have some companies that were close to term sheets and, you know, they still say we're on target to close, you know, on this five or $10 million round. I'm not so sure it's not going to get delayed. You know, they keep on saying, yep, we're going to close next week or the week after. I'm not so sure. Because due diligence uh, is getting harder. Yeah, due diligence is definitely getting harder. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, I mean, being being through a couple of... um, just audits ourselves in the in the last 10 years or the last eight years that are very in-depth like you never have yep. like the most recent information with you right you always deal with last month last quarter i don't even know how decisions are being made right now <laughs> if you if everybody right. obviously cannot run numbers as of today as of last week and everybody knows they're different by a lot <laughs> right very different so, very different um, and, 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 and on the audit side of our practice which is about 50 percent of our business that has dried up dried up over and overnight, you know, when typically we have maybe 10 to 20 audits at any one time going on in the field right now in the, in March, there's no one in the field. The audit oh, yeah. teams have been told, go away, put a stop on it right now. We're trying to survive. You know, this is c- the communication from our CFOs. Yeah. Um, you know, come back to us later when we're back in the office in 30 days from now, maybe we can restart our audit, but audits have dried up because again, it's, it's a, it's a thing that's not a must right now, you know? Yeah. What's so a, that side of the practice has dried up. What's a, besides the, and um, I would say the most important, which is cash flows challenges that every business has face are facing. And obviously you are facing as well. What's, what's the biggest challenge and challenge that you're facing as a, as a company and, and I would say also uh, personally right now? I think it's the uncertainty of when things are going to start going back to normal. If, 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 if I knew that, okay, 
you know, you know, right now, you know, they're talking about April 7th, maybe people going back to school or starting work again. But if that goes another two or three weeks and people really are continue to work from home for another 60 days, it's the uncertainty of our clients' health. It's the uncertainty of our cash flow and our health. I mean, it's it's the uncertainty that's the biggest thing that's keeping me awake at night. And that's what I'm struggling with the most. You know, I can... I can plan if I kind of know what to plan for, but right now we've never seen anything like this before ever. And to understand the impact and the long-term impact going out 60, 90 days is try, you know, I, I don't know how to plan for that. What's your biggest hope? Um, I think some of it has been fulfilled with the government, but again, I'm a little concerned about that because I don't know what this is going to do long-term to the, to the country with that amount of resources going to save businesses. Um, you know, the debt deficit and things like that is going to be astronomical, um, but that's long, long-term. I guess no one really focuses on that right now where we're sitting yeah. here. My biggest hope is that, you know, 30 days from now, businesses start being restored and I can bring my people back in and we can start doing business as usual again. This could not come at a worse time for my business. You know, if this was June or July, okay, we could have, we could, we could have handled it. You know, we do 40% of our business in two months and, and guess what? It's right now and it has not happened. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, yeah, I, I could not think about a, a, a right. worse industry to be going through right now. Right. Honestly. It's, right. It's Audit everybody season, knows. Tax season. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, this is, and it's about to be 930 and I know I ask you for 30 minutes and, and I want to respect that you have a busy schedule. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, the, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, is kind of like maybe on the happier side of conversations, which is. What's, what's one thing you have seen lately that inspire you? What's something that what? That inspire you lately. I mean, I think what's inspired me are some of these stories that you hear on, I tried not to watch the news, but some of these stories that you hear about people stepping up and doing things for other people or things like that. I mean, that's always nice. The good thing is, you know, so far, knock on wood, no one has gotten sick here at my firm. You know, everyone is practicing social distancing and so far not, that has not happened. So that I, I guess that's really the only good thing that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of keeping close to my heart right now is no one's sick right now. Um, we are surviving and there are, there are there is a lot of kindness out there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it's it's amazing. Uh, we 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 are definitely aware of the negativity and the bad news coming from a lot of places. But I'm trying to put mm-hmm. as much weight in my daily news consumption on the positive news, even locally, uh, from people stepping mm-hmm. up and helping around. Uh, and and I can just uh, and I'm just gonna go ahead and just say that. Thank you, Jeff, for, for being that leader, even within your industry. I know if I would be an employee right now in your firm, uh, it, I would be, um, it, I would say, feel better that the leader uh, of my organization thinks and works with your work ethic. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so, so just thank you for being that leader. 
Um, uh, Jeff, well, thank, you. thank you for your time. Uh, I, I really appreciate this. You know, Jordy, I, 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 I think it's great you're doing this. And I think, you know, maybe if, if you guys do some, some um, Zoom chats or something for your clients, you know, I'm thinking about doing it too. We do. Just where, you know, you can bring some of your clients together and say, okay, you know, this is what's happening. This is what other business owners are doing. I think a lot of people feel with this remote working and everything, there's a lot of leaders out there that are dealing with this on their own right now. So I think it's good what you're doing. Everyone at Lexington Wealth Management, we would like to thank Jeff for his time, his candid uh, conversation today, and uh, yeah, and, and being himself and real about the current situation in the economy and what we are all experiencing, uh, being part of the financial industry, but most importantly, as, as business leaders and members of our community. So thank you, Jeff, for your time again, and uh, from the entire Lexington Wealth Management family, we say hi to everybody at your firm as well. Um, we also would like you to subscribe to this podcast if you can, uh, share it with whoever you want. Our goal is for more people to listen to these secret stories that then they don't get to, to be heard most of the time. And uh, hopefully we are doing a good service by sharing some of these very, very personal stories from business owners, influencers in, in many um, parts of our networks and industries uh, that are also going through this with all of us. So uh, my name was Jordi Mueller, and until next time, this was Between the Head and the Heart, a podcast from Lexington Wealth Management. Lexington Wealth Management is a group of investment professionals registered by Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors LLC, a registered independent investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or or the investment opportunities referred herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and it's not guaranteed. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as a general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Lexington Wealth Management and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no express or implied representation or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data on other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as a date of reference. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Lexington Well Management and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates.